Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 21 Certain of Vindication Welcome to you, my name is Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you from Psalm 16, verses 7 to 10. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me. Because he is at my right hand, I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure. For you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. I added on an extra verse there. I thought it was too good to miss. The cross holds together things that might appear to us to be contradictions. We see one example of that in today's verses. These verses are redolent, aren't they, with confidence and assurance and certainty. And they stand in stark contrast to the sorrow, anguish, even despair that have marked the passages that we've looked at so far in this second part of the Messiah. What appears to be contradictions are not so. These contradictions reflect that in Jesus we have one who is both God and man. We have one who is God's eternally faithful and beloved son who is identifying with us as a man, as sinners. We have one with whom the Father is always pleased and who bears all our God-displeasing sin in himself. We have one who is always with the Father and who stands with us in our forsakenness. In the cross, then, we have to keep our eyes on both these realities. To emphasise one at the expense of the other will lead us into misunderstanding Jesus and his mission. Today's verses speak about the certainty that Jesus, God's eternal Son incarnate, has as he endures the cross. You will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. We know from the Gospels that whenever Jesus told his disciples explicitly about the coming cross, you could see, for example, Mark 8.31, 9.31 and 10.33-34, he was also at the same time very explicit about the resurrection that would follow. Jesus did not go to the cross with uncertainty about the outcome. He knew that he was acting in obedience to his Father and that the Father would vindicate him. Luke records this for us in chapter 23, a mysterious event in the crucifixion of Jesus. Verses 44 to 47, he says, It was now about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun's light failed. And the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. 
having said that, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. The sun's light failed for three hours, and at the end of that time, the curtain in the temple was torn in two. In his account, Matthew adds the detail that it was torn from top to bottom. And then when that had happened, Jesus committed his spirit into the care of God before breathing his last. The temple curtain was what separated off the most holy place, the place where God dwelt among his people, from the rest of the temple and its courts, and from the rest of the world. No one could enter past that curtain except once a year when only the high priest would enter to sprinkle blood from the Day of Atonement sacrifices onto the Ark of the Covenant. The ritual was to assure the people that God was still pleased to dwell among them and to bring the blessing of God to them from his presence. When Jesus died his sacrificial death, no more atonement was ever needed. He died once for all. He carried away the sins of the world. And so the, the sequestering of the most holy place was no longer needed either. All who have faith in Jesus are granted free access to God the Father with the assurance that they will be received with the same welcome that the Father gives the Son. Faith in Jesus gives us assurance that we will not be condemned but will share in Jesus' vindication. Jesus, who died for our sins, was raised to set us right with God by giving us a share in his relationship with the Father. So Jesus, going to the cross, is sure of that vindication. He's sure that the Father will honour his obedience, that his self-sacrifice will accomplish the Father's purpose for it. It's this assurance that enables him to go so freely and selflessly. As the writer to the Hebrews puts it, in chapter 12, verse 2, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, counting as nothing the shame of it. What was that joy? The eternal love of the Father for him, but more, that he would then also present us to the Father and say, here am I and the children you've given me. Let us pray. Father God, who could have imagined that we could be called your children? And yet that is what we are. Your Son, whom you have loved from eternity, has taken on our flesh and bones, dealt with our sins, and opened the way back home to you. You sent him for this very purpose. May we never despise your grace. May we never think it a trifle. Fill us with your Spirit. Assure us that all blessing is ours in Jesus. And teach us what it means then for us to be your beloved daughters and sons in him. Amen.